You're tuned in to the biggest balls of them all. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast. We got sports and comedy for that ass. With Shannon Lee and Rachel Cobb, check. You about to go downtown, bitch, on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks. That's right. Playing with Balls podcast, you dig? We are here today on Playing with Balls. I was going to say W Balls. <laughs> Playing with Balls, we've got our friend Jared Campbell joining us. What's up, Jared? Hey, ladies, hey. how you doing? Good. I'm how glad you? I could be here playing with balls with you ladies. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you, too. We're super excited to have Jared because Jared is our first, like, football guy ooh, ooh. Um, on the on our podcast. So we're excited to talk some about football and comedy and your whole life in an hour or less. Oh, definitely. They have a, they have a name tag that says football guy, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> football guy, backslash, backslash, black, backslash. That's, backslash. That's my nickname. Backslash. Halfway through high school, that was my nickname. You're like, are you out there with that football guy? <laughs> really? <Yes>. No. Uh, <laughs> So I have to tell a funny story about how I first met you. I don't know if you remember, we were at a party and I remember I was talking to somebody and I looked over and I had never met you, but you were talking to some girl and she was much shorter than you and you didn't speak. She was just like talking your ear off. But I, for whatever reason, felt compelled to, t- to walk over and tell you that you had the best nonverbal game I'd ever seen. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I've worked on that nonverbal game. Yeah. It's an art you have to do. You got to smile and nod like, yeah. yeah. Like you were getting somewhere. You were making tons of progress, and you didn't even say a word. It was just all facial. It was like this combination of, like, game in your face, but I could also tell you were a comedian because you had a little bit of that, like, Craig Robinson thing going on like I can't really explain it if does that make sense yeah I guess it's Craig Robinson qualifies as sexy I'll take that one but I don't know <laughs> do you ever get that though like in your comedy like that you have uh, any sort of similarities and styles to any comedians because uh, I don't know if you do with him but like that one time you did yeah I don't know I think I smile a lot charisma me and Craig Robinson are parallel but I feel like yeah. um I don't know comedians I don't really get that a lot no yeah I think if you like listen to me, you can see who inspired me on stage, and you were like, "Oh, you're trying." Yeah, that sounds a little bit like yeah. Patrice O'Neill. That sounds like Dave Chappelle. But mm-hmm. I don't think I ever like remind you of them if you saw me. So. Yeah. Well, that that time you did a little bit, but like I don't know why. Just like maybe it was like a face he makes in some, some movies that I've was, seen or something. That, like that was good though. I'm glad you took a non like note of like my nonverbal game because that's really yeah. unsung. Like people don't realize <laughs> how much like somebody who's not saying nothing is really saying everything. Yeah. <laughs> now what? Explain a little bit more of this nonverbal. Like you're just standing there, you know, like arms not crossed, like open body language. Yeah. Are you, like, touching the girl, too? Like, what's all... I, explain. Uh, Did you even know you had it before, like, I came up to you and said it? <laughs> I mean, I think you kind of opened it up. I think it's kind of non... It's, like, it's subconscious to me now. Yeah. But I definitely think I, I, my nonverbal game... It comes from questions. You got to ask the questions to get the girls talking. Yeah. Learned from my mom a long time ago. She let her talk about herself. That's how you win. Yeah. But don't guys hate listening to women talk about themselves incessantly for long periods of time? Uh, like three months into a relationship, yeah. <laughs> but not like on a first meet. You're like, yeah, 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 you yeah you're, you're losing already. You got to find a way to get in the race. Okay. Well, they say 80% of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. I so, think. We're, there you go. <laughs> that's a great It's like sarcasm. You ever think about sarcasm? Sarcasm is 100% nonverbal. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You ever sure. see somebody bad at sarcasm where you're like, you look very... Well, you don't even know that sure? they're doing it. Yeah, you, or you just think they're an asshole. Or is that or good? If someone's really like serious with their sarcasm, would that mean they're good or bad? Well, I would I would good. put myself in the category of being like somewhat sarcastic, 
And I think that it's like a if it's dry and it hits right, then it's good. If it it, it kills, but if it doesn't, then it's like no. It's, yeah. it's a fine line, I think, with sarcasm. It's the borderline. You're walking a thin line between being hilarious or an asshole. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's I think that that's my whole life. Is am I hilarious or am I an asshole? Like it's yeah. like a constant. Depends on who you ask. People don't know. You know. <laughs> you, you mean you want to keep people guessing? You never want people to know exactly what they're getting with you. Yeah. That's the secret to life. You got to keep them a little bit no, like wondering. The mysteriousness. Like, oh wait. Oh, I just don't know with her yeah. is she gonna fight me or is she gonna tickle me i don't <laughs> right. know i'm in, a, in between or maybe both then i'm gonna like it <laughs> well i always said that there should be like brackets or like italics like a certain like something with text for sarcasm you know like it just pops up when you're being sarcastic so that that whatever you're writing the person on the other end can just know it's sarcasm mm-hmm. because it's always misread in text and then you and then i'm like well i can't be myself yeah you well, know? actually you know what i'm you're actually good at this Sarcasm is actually a language for the intelligent. It takes a, the person who understands it to yeah. comprehend it. And so if you meet another smart person, I'm sure you guys just have the weirdest text thread of like, <laughs> you guys are assholes to each other. But you guys Oh, get you it. have no idea. Yeah. 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 So, yeah you, you're talking to smart people. That's what I'll take yeah, that as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is sometimes it can be misconstrued if it's just like, hey, are we going to the store today? And I'm like we've talked about this a hundred times like no and, you know it's like something like sometimes there is still sometimes when it can but for the most part yeah if somebody knows you well enough and they have that 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 wit i guess or that you know component then yeah for sure those mm. can be fun text Sh- conversations shannon's got some great text message stories and just like literally people are like i don't know if you're being serious or not anymore you know because oh. she's just so sarcastic oh, i want to see you guys this group chat you guys have a group chat it's just you too or is there somebody yeah, else well, involved brooke has you, uh, we have our friend brooks there's the three of us but we yeah. have a big most of mo- here's what our text message chain mm-hmm. looks like hers is like a novel and takes up like two scrolls <laughs> and i'm a one word like yep Great. Uh, See you then. But I'm a terrible and I'm like, are you, And then I'm like, are you fucking mad at me? Yeah, that's no. the asshole and, of the group yeah, right there. Yeah. But that's what everybody says. People, I literally had a friend once tell me, like, you are a terrible texter. And I'm like, what? I just, like, text is for short and, in, like, concise little things. So, like, you're asking me a question. Like, the answer is yes. Like, yes, because blah, 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 blah. I don't have time for all that. Like, I'm just a simple <laughs> texter. Um, but I've gotten better. I yeah, I know you're better. Try to put, like, a full sentence together at for least emoji you gotta give at least yeah, an emoji yeah i'll throw an emoji in every sometimes, once in a while sometimes she's yeah like, <laughs> sometimes you just get thumbs up she's yeah like, <laughs> mostly it's just the thumbs up or it's a thumbs like, down she's yeah. like if you really want to talk to me email me okay yeah, yeah. or just call me <laughs> you know? she, like sometimes yeah. i i just have a hard time doing like long time i just hated it i get weird. aggravated i want to i want to see it i want to see you ladies text threat first of all i didn't want to see what women text about i feel like women in their text thread are like worse than men uh, they're just like look at this beep pic i just received mm-hmm. yeah can, yeah. Can I, a, can I curse? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm beeping out my dick pictures no. and things like that. No, All right. No, let it yeah. fly. And so, yeah. yeah. But that's what I always feel like. I mean, I know this is playing with balls, but I want to play with text messages with you ladies. That's what I want to see what's going on in your Oh, threads. maybe that can be my baller story then, because that's actually... Perfect. Um, I'm a, a huge recipient of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have a folder uh, <laughs> called... Um, uh, what, what is it called? Oh, I think it's actually just a butt. I'll show it to you. It's just a, um, you can make a butt from a comma, an underline, an X, a comma, a, or oh. an underline. Oh, like old school emoji. Like, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I made ones, my yeah. own. Yeah. They're OG emojis. <laughs> yeah, but those are like, the, yeah, those are those pictures. And then I have a folder called Scary Text, and there's texts I have sent people where like the next day I've been like, oh no. 
I am, I'm really they're, infamous for that. And I don't mean so to. Good. I don't like do it on purpose. I just, I I don't know what happens. You're organized, just, though. You have an organized mess over there. You're like, well, do you want to see me be embarrassed or other people embarrassed? Yeah. <laughs> I actually have both. For, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes I, I'll, t- I'll tell that story later about, yeah, yeah about the types of things I'm housing uh, in my I'm secret folders mm-hmm. on my phone. Okay. Coming up later, we have a great story from Shannon <laughs> about the dick pics. Yeah. But this is but this is about you. So right. we, for at least for right now and then it'll go right back into us cuz we're women. Right. Um no, so I'm just kidding. Wh- what are you like as a texter? Um I'm horrible. Yes. Uh actually I what happens is I'm, I'm like all in and then I'll do something or someone will call me and I won't text back and that's the worst. I feel women like I'm that, I'm mastering the art of patience. Like Frank Ocean right now, and I am, <laughs> and I think that's what it is. Women always text me like angry face, so like question, question, question. You're like, oh, I forgot to text you back. Right, because you know we're one. sitting at home waiting by the phone, just waiting, washing our hair. I'm texting her like, why isn't he texting me back? What is he doing? Should I text him? No, I have to wait. Be cool. Be cool. Don't text me. Oh wait, me are again. you just kidding? No, I'm being serious. Oh. Well, I thought you were just kidding. I'm like, yeah, we're washing our hair, like just basing our lives around you. No, but well, the, okay, I mean, to a degree, to, to a degree, literally, yeah. But. Well, no, I think what it is is we. I think the difference between men and women, and God, I am no expert by any means, but like. I think our we are good at like multitasking, so we can like mm-hmm. have a to-do list, but we're still thinking about that we just sent you a text at 3:24, and then we're like doing all like four different things. But in the back of our minds, we're still like we have expectations that like we're still waiting for them to be met, even though our focus is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And guys, I feel like are much more like simplistic. Just the opposite. We're yeah. just yeah, like, like, oh, I want to text how much I love her, and you're like, oh, basketball. Hey, I want to play. <laughs> and <then> you just <laughs> yeah, but you still love and, her. You just forget to tell. Yeah. Her. But I think no matter how much we know that it still is like uh, it's something that you end up taking personally especially if it's like something that's like time sensitive like hey are we getting get together tonight and there was like t- maybe plans made that but they're not definitive oh that's mm-hmm. the, the worst, worst. Oh. and then you end up getting that passive aggressive like girl text back that's like well you know if you still want to you know? wow yeah <laughs> women are very good with like nonverbal like I'm angry, but I'm not going to tell you I'm angry. You should just know what I'm angry yeah. about. You and that's just read our minds. Yeah. I actually do a stand-up on that. I just did one the other you night. Do. It's called Girl Logic. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's because, like, we're allowed to have it because we're girls. So it's, like, the rule. Can you write a book about that so we can, like, men know, can understand right? it? Can we just have, like, our playbook? I know that, like, a bunch of male comedians write, like, hey, how to win his heart and don't be stupid. Right. We need more girls to read, write books like, It's like, like be like, sexy. This is why we're boots. mad. Example... <laughs> This is why we're mad for dummies. But That's what I want. There you go. I mean, you know what? A, there's a book. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. But I never read that book. I, I did is a long time ago. Is it, is it applicable? I read it, like, when I was in college. And I think I was too young to read it because I was so confused. But there was... Because I, like, wasn't, like, emotionally, like, mature yet mm-hmm. in relationships. But I do remember something I never forgot, which is that men go into a cave. That, like, they, like, they, like retract or something okay. and I, then I don't remember the rest well but Steve I, Harvey's got a good book too I oh, read his, yeah, I've read oh, yeah. his Think Stuff. Like a Man but that's for women to understand how men think I but know. you're saying we need she yeah, needs to write you guys the opposite have, you guys have just countless endless encyclopedias of like <laughs> this is why he acts this way and all this stuff we don't have nothing in the vice versa and if I that's got true. caught reading men are from Mars and women are from Venus <laughs> People are like, yo, man, where's your boyfriend? And so yeah. I got- <laughs> no, you just get it like another jacket, like a book jacket, and you oh, cover yeah. it. Oh, yeah, and just like, macho man, how to be a macho man. Right. And inside do you think guys would like, if I wrote a book, do you think guys would like read it 
to, like, or would you get the same shit because it's still written by like a girl? I, I, yeah, because I feel like you are very like I don't think you're a typical like girly girl. Like I feel like your advice won't work for every other girl if you gave me good advice. I don't. Yeah, maybe that's true. I, I don't know. I think I think it would work for guys though mm-hmm. to cater to because I have different types of girlfriends that I understand what they want and I just she does I've already thought about do I want those things maybe some of those things I do some of them I don't like one of my friends just wants to be a housewife and that's that's okay like there's nothing wrong with that like I don't give her shit like to her face about it you know like because that's her dream like that's her deal right. um, but she is it but she like literally moved from LA cause she, and she didn't say this but I, I felt like it was because the dating scene was too difficult here so she moved, like, left all her friends because I think that's really her main goal. See, I would never do something like yeah, that. That's more but of an I think, Iowa. That's more of an Iowa feel. You got to be a yeah, housewife. Yeah. That's yeah. more like... But that's, if, yeah, if that's what she wants. Husband works at the coal mine. Yeah. Well, in her case, probably more like husband is a... Is a, like a... Works for, like, Wells Fargo. I don't right. know. Like, she's always dated, like, bankers. bankers. That's like, real yeah. madman type stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Give me her number. No. Right. Well, she <laughs> doesn't live in LA Boston. anymore. Yeah. But, no, like, Shannon is really good at that. I mean, I definitely go to her for... She's literally written text messages for me to send to boys. Like, because oh. I get, like... I, they've usually I, worked, actually, it right? It works flawlessly every time. Like, she'll... She, I'm like, Shannon, what do I say? And she's like, well, just give me your phone. I'll just do it. And she, like, types a whole novel. And great. it's great. And it, and it works. But I've, I've had a lot of friends have to do that for me because I struggle. I'm like... Because, I, like I said, I do the one word, one thing, like, yo, hi, and that doesn't work for me. So Especially yeah. with men, because men do that. Your conversation is like, hey, you're like, hey, what's up? It's terrible. Nothing you? Do you like Nothing. stuff? Yeah, I like stuff. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes me feel good that, that, that it's been effective for you, and I've seen that because... Because at least it's being effective for somebody. Because it's just like anything else, you know? Like, I, like, I'm like i not very good at managing my own love life, but I'm really good at managing other people. So I don't know Excellent. if I'm really qualified to write a book at this point. Because emotions took an I think you think what logic oh, with other people. You're I like, do. oh, the simple logic thing is to do this. It but when is. you're involved, That's you're totally like, but I love him and he doesn't. It, well, and it, it, it's usually the opposite. But, like, I think my, I think, yeah, I think I'm very, like, emotionally driven when it comes to, like, me dating people and I don't like that about myself like I've said that before like I know what I should do but I don't do it and that's why I have a text uh, bank called scary text messages mm-hmm. and it is what it is I mean it's just I accept that about myself you, you know, know it's crazy one day you're gonna get married right and you just gotta open up all that to some guy and he's gonna be like wow <laughs> my cousin's dick's in here What's <laughs> <laughs> well I actually already was married once that's what makes so me, that could actually make, that's where I think it could make me a relationship expert in the future, or maybe it make not, I don't know. But well, I, I learned out. a lot from You're it. You're like a veteran now. You're like, Yeah, look, I'm totally a veteran, yeah. You know exactly what to tell people the first day. Look, this is not going to work for me. Yeah. If you agree to this, let's go ahead and sign these lines and we'll go from there. Yeah. yeah. Well, in fact, I was on date, uh, do you know Dave Neal? Uh, he's a comedian. Uh, he does a podcast called Sex Actually, and it's a really good podcast. And so he, he I was on Dave his, Neal. Mm-hmm. yeah, Dave Neal. And I, well, anyways, I did his, and we just mostly talked about my divorce and like that whole process or whatever. And um, somebody actually, he said the first person he's ever had re- that ever wrote in and was like, hey, I have, I need advice about like from this like divorce, divorce a about like my own life. And he's like, oh, well, we don't actually like 
give advice, but I don't know. But I was like, oh, cool. Well, maybe somebody like thought I, I would, I know something. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my point, really. It was just like I actually somebody heard me talk about it and like wanted to know more. So I think maybe when you're over it and you're past it, then you can like definitely, you know. Yeah. And let's be honest, marriage is not for the modern day. Now that no. there's technology. Oh, yeah. No. I bet you it's easy to be married in like 1940 when you're like, I got to go to the next town. I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> I'll ride my horse yes. there. Yeah. Now there's Not in the 1940s. Uh, you yeah. got off the plane 20 minutes ago and I've yet to see confirmation. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Right. I yeah. want a divorce. Yeah, but you <laughs> like two pictures on like Instagram. So I know that, yeah. And you tweeted and you didn't text me. Oh, so. it's so easy to like stalk people online nowadays. Like if you're dating them, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. I'll admit to you, it's really easy. Yeah, you got to know what you're dealing with. Yeah. I mean, you got to know all the things. Yeah. So it's like you're meeting someone a second date, but you're like, I already know you. Oh, well, I don't necessarily (laughs) a little bit of that. Not as much of that, because then it takes away some of the fun of, like, getting to know people. I mean, like, stalking the exes, like, the Natasha's, like, the other people, like, when you hear, like, after you meet for the first time. We call her Natasha. Her name is always Natasha. That's her I do a bit called, and it's called Fuck Natasha, and it's the ex-girlfriend that you stalk online. Yeah. Just to make sure she's not you know, posing a, posing a threat to, to your current situation. You know, you just have to know what you're dealing with. Does she have a boyfriend? Where does she live? Does she still live here? Is she still sexting? My boyfriend? Mm -hmm. Is she fat now? Right. You know, is that like a deal breaker? I feel like the ex is kind of like, say you like a guy and you just see his ex and you're like, I'm not on the same level as that girl. Like, meaning, (laughs) no, I, like upwards, you're like the upwards, like, oh, I'm competing with that girl? Right. I have thought that before. You know what? I have thought that before. Like, wait, like, I, yeah, because, like, you kind of almost in a weird way want his ex girlfriend to be, like, hotter than you. Hotter than you? Or just, yeah, because that means he thinks you're, like, that hot. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, see, I was thinking the opposite. He left her for you. Yeah, if he dated, like, fives on the scale of like one to ten yeah. then I would be like well what are you doing I don't know like I don't know I don't know it just depends but like yeah I feel like with my story it's is not like, a deal breaker but I would think about that my story is weird because I feel like my, my exes in like college were like really really hot and then I started like getting into comedy and then moving to LA <laughs> And they were like, all right, 8.2, 7.6, 6.8. All right, Jared, what are you doing? <laughs> but is that like the L.A. scale? Like in college, they were 10s. But if you put that 10 here in L.A., they're like a 7 or 6. Well, we've had this conversation before, LA, I think. Yeah. L.A. is know? a battleground for women. It's just the prettiest of women just battling it out for like dating. And that's what it makes it easy. It makes it more better in favor of men. I but like, um <laughs> I went to school in Miami, so I feel like, in comparison, I feel like... There's pretty hot girls It's, it's like or... the successful pretty girls in L.A. moved to Miami with their sugar daddies, and then they break up, and then they're just out in Miami, and it's a lot of, like, really hot girls that are like, hey, what's up? And so... Yeah. yeah. Plus, you were, like, a football player at the U, and yeah. I'm sure you got a lot of attention. I'm sure you didn't have a real hard time yeah. getting the ladies while you were there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't think it's mind-baffling why you dated 10 yeah. in, in Miami. <laughs> now that Rachel just broke it down. Put it in And I thought it was because of my intelligence. So I was like, these girls <laughs> no. really like the way I write notes, but no. <laughs> no, but they're like, oh, the way I write notes. <laughs> they're like, oh, he's on the football team? Oh, my God. He's so cute. Look at his big muscles. Oh, they do. So girls like going to games 
names, right? And they like mm-hmm. having shirts and things like that. So I had a girlfriend. She had like a shirt made with my name on it. And she just loved wow. it. Wow. It was kind of, I mean, it was cool, you know. And you know, in college, you're like, oh, we're going to be forever. And I'm like, yeah, wear that jersey. And then next year, you're like. <laughs> Burn that jersey. You yeah. got to make a different jersey. It's just kind of reminds me of someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, what was that like? Like balancing dating, playing football, being on the road in uh, college? Well, you, I mean, we're, we're, we're kids and you think about it. Like, and I was, you know, 17, 18, 19, 21. Like, that was my years of college. And so, like, um, you know, you get there and it's like, you're, it's the first time you're being away from home. So it's kind of like, a playground with the like yeah. people and so yeah it's at first it's like a mating ground and just people just <laughs> at it but then eventually after you get like tired of that party in life and getting drunk and waking up and like oh snap i gotta take this walk of shame back home which is not bad for a guy mm, yeah but you, you know you get tired of waking up at the freshman dorms and you're like what am i doing in my life <laughs> <laughs> and um but eventually you like kind of you grow into like all right i want a girlfriend you know what mm-hmm. girl is not known around campus as being that girl yeah and then you know kind of wife and let them go to your games and stuff like that but i'd imagine i don't know i haven't been a regular student so i can't contrast what it's like i just know what football life was like so yeah yeah but that's really different most people don't know what your life was like so i I found out like all right because i always always compare myself to my teammates right and i'm like (laughs) well i'm a good guy yeah i mean like me and my girlfriend broke up yesterday you know i'm gonna get back with her on monday but (laughs) i mean i'm not gonna tell myself being a horrible person but in football logic i was like yo i'm a good guy but then like now i'm a comedian and i see like i still have a lot of friends who are football players i'm like those guys are no comedian that's wrong you have a girlfriend so see i like that see i talked about girl logic (laughs) You talked about football, football logic, <laughs> you know? Football dating logic, like in, yeah. In Miami, if you only had, like, you had, like, a girl you were talking to and a girl that was, like, kind of, like, in call waiting on deck. Like, yeah. that was good dude. That was, like, he's not really cheating. But, like, now it's kind of, like, in comedy, like, more real life. Like, hey, man, you're an asshole. Why are you leading this girl on if you have this girl? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I guess that's just called, like, adulting, too. You know, you can get away with more of that stuff when you're younger, you know? Because I felt like that in college, I think. Like, I... I like my college boyfriend was the worst like he and he wasn't an athlete but I think that when you're that age and you go away for the first time and there's like there was like uh one of my date my friends dated a football player and he was kind of like that with her and it was like a good football school so like maybe that plays it plays into it like Miami was you know Mm -hmm. it's not this, you're not talking like D3 here, you know? Yeah. Like, this is like, you know, D1. These guys have potential to be millionaires. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And beyond that, like, that show, Ballers. Do you watch that show? Yeah. I love I that show. Yeah. yeah. How, do you think that show is, like, accurate? to that life yeah all right so this is what they do they have a lot of writers from like actual football players mm-hmm. but what they do is they take the most extreme stories mm. yeah and they add them on to each other like this is the typical life like yeah there's those yacht parties where you're like whoa that's crazy but then it's like they put like everything into one where it's like this is probably the most extreme lifestyle yeah. of football players mm-hmm. you'll ever see yeah that makes sense because some of it it's just like you can't really be like like how are you really like 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 this one guy that keeps like screwing up and he like I forget his name on the show but he's like getting like 50 million dollar contracts from like the Cowboys and then it's like every five seconds he's like on a yacht or like he hurt himself playing paintball and it's like what's wrong with you like do people like this really exist where like you could you do everything possible to like fuck up your career kind of a thing Johnny Manziel is his name yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh man yeah yep 
I'm sorry. I just we, had an outburst. Yeah. I know. What was going on? It made it seem like, are you guys dating Johnny Manziel? Is this picture in that big pink box? No, we hate Johnny Manziel. I can't stand Johnny Manziel. I have a whole opinion on that. Johnny Manziel, his problem is he wants to continue to live this life. I mean, he's the quarterback for a star team. He wins a Heisman. He gets drafted first round. And it's finally time. Like, all right, can you stop partying for a little while and get serious? And he's kind of like, that's all I know how to do is party. Yeah, it's like he doesn't want to switch over to the NFL, like, mode. Because you have – I mean, college doesn't matter after a certain point. I mean, how many people have been drafted that you think are going to be the next big thing and they were just like, poof, you know, and they didn't do anything? They're working at a car dealership selling used cars. Exactly. I mean, but didn't they vet him? Like, what kind of bullshit vetting system was that when they drafted Manzal? Like – you, like you didn't go to his college and like talk to everybody he was controversial and find out. Then, I mean, know? why would you pick him up? They took a risk. That's what the thing Ugh. was. He was supposed to be like a top five pick, and then they were like, "Oh, this kid has all kinds of stories." But you know, you take a risk. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Why do women date guys they know are bad guys, huh? Because cause they're safe. Bad guys are safe. Yeah, you don't have to get emotionally invested because you know that they're gonna like just be dicks and not be nice to you, and you know it's not gonna go anywhere, and then you don't get hurt. Maybe that's the Browns. Maybe like, that was me. Maybe, maybe that's the Browns. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the that Browns. Was just me, my experience. I think you and the Browns have a lot in common. They're like, we're gonna suck anyway, so let's yeah. just get somebody that we don't have to worry about having pressure of not sucking. Yeah, <laughs> and just hope they don't beat the shit out of me yeah. or something. You yeah, know, that, you know, never happened. But you know so. what? I was just gonna say though. I, yeah, because I think I I would date assholes for a different a different reason. So I think. I think we all have our own reasons. Why do you? I I don't really. I've never really analyzed it, but I think it's because um, because they're not it, they're not boring. Like boring mm. is boring, you know. Yeah, something about yeah keeps somebody. your attention. Yeah, it keeps my attention. Like there's some, and maybe there's some part of you that's like I can change them. I think. I think that's what a lot of girls think. It gives you, you a goal, right? That's yeah, like a it's a challenge. Not for me. I'm like, no, I don't want to. You're too much work. You're no. like, level complete. I win. <laughs> yeah. He's good now. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't get hurt. He's. It was fine. It was fun for like three months. Yeah, but I think I, if you're if you're just looking to have a good time, then that's yeah. that. Yeah. Then that's where that makes sense. So too. here's the here's the thing that's really frustrating though. So you're like, okay, why do you why do girls date? You know, you, you're like you date assholes or whatever. But guys always say that women are like crazy bitches, like the opposite. What like what's the opposite of you know for men, right? So do you date a lot of crazy crazy bitches? All women are crazy. <laughs> we are not. I have to say, it's it, I, I, at first I thought I was just like, what about me is dating crazy women? And then I realized maybe it's me that's making them crazy. Oh. You know what? I will always go back to this. Brush that dirt off your shoulder. I think this one, this one quote encapsulates it very well from a, from a woman's perspective. Because I like to think I'm, I know like we're all crazy in some ways, but it's like, not, it's not like, oh, I'm going to set your house on fire crazy. You know, there certainly are, is it that caliber of women. It depends on what kind of guy yeah. you're working with. Huh? Exactly. Somebody can get you to that point. But George Carlin <laughs> said this awesome quote that I think is so true. He says, um, women are crazy and men are stupid and the reason that women are crazy is because or the reason that women are crazy is because men are stupid mm-hmm. isn't that make we sense solved that, all yeah, the world's problems infinity right there that was an infinity sign and if a girl says <laughs> that if a, if a female says that it's it's like well you're calling men stupid so it doesn't work as well but like I think because a guy says it Mm-hmm. It it lands better because it's like he's admit openly admitting that it goes back to that whole like complex versus simple thing, that you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you we have plans and you don't text, well then it makes us crazy, 
you know? So just don't make us crazy. Just text us back. Yeah. Basically, women are rocket scientists and men are dogs. And we're like, just here are our <laughs> expectations. No, right. this is, it would be bigger than that. No, I feel mm-hmm. like, all right, the, the thing that happens with me that goes crazy, and I, I get it, and that's why I try to, like, pace myself now that I'm becoming an adult, is I have an addictive personality. So when I like a song, I play the song over and over again. If I like a food, I want to eat there every day for two months. Yeah. And if I like a girl, I'm going to hang out with her every, like, couple of days for, like, a solid three months. But then, just like everything you're addicted to, there hits a point where you're like, hey, I kind of don't want to hang out that much. Yeah. And the key to making women crazy is inconsistency. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, if that's a, if that's a goal of yours, then you can certainly <laughs> do that. You it's know? not. It's something you try to fix. You don't want to see women crazy. But I've just seen, the, just like, why? So, you know, it's almost like they're, like, broken as, like, an Hey, there's something wrong with that girl. Why is she acting this way? I really hate to say this because I would never want to, but because it, it it fucks with you when it's when it happens on the other end. But if a girl likes you, that's a good way to keep her on the hook too. Mm-hmm. Is to be inconsistent and and bad at communicating. Because if she likes you, then you're keeping her on the hook. Mm-hmm. You hear that, fellas? First chapter of Shannon's <laughs> book towards men. And all women keep her hate on the that. hook. <laughs> Never give her the confirmation that you love her but and no. keep it inconsistent. Um, switching gears, I read an, a really cool article um, when we were before we had you that I wanted to ask you about. Um, something about it was like from my I think Miami Herald or something about how you and your brother are going to be the next Wayne's brothers. Like this was like a goal of yours, like a long, long time ago. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we read that article. That's a good article. Yeah, man, that's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> in high school, I always knew I used to love movies. Me and my brother, and we used to always watch movies. And so when I got to college i'm like yo i'm writing movies so like i majored in screenwriting and you know in football you really major in madden in football you don't right. really put a lot of time to it but um that's how i got into comedy yeah there's like a dog attack going on right now oh my god sorry I'm, I'm letting her chew my hand under the table with her bone so so uh she doesn't bark, so it's like pick your poison, you know. Yeah. If people are listening, we could really do like an animated Orson Welles, oh like God. it's a dinosaur. In the yeah, house. right. Well, I think she just really likes this story, so she wanted oh, to come yeah. over. Oh, so yeah. Go ahead. Go Back. Ahead. Um, so yeah, like uh, I always wanted to be like a screenwriter and like make movies. And so, like, that's how I got into comedy, actually. I used to, like, write funny, funny stuff in class. And people would be like, yo, you should do stand-up. So I met, like, some of the stand-ups in Miami. And they got me on stage for the first time. But um, the coolest thing about it was, like, yeah, my brother, uh, he loved movies, too. And so I was like, yo, we both want to try to, like, parlay. You know, sports can only last so long. So Mm -hmm. we kind of want to parlay that into, like, getting into the film industry. And that's where we kind of sit at. You know, we both have, you know, scripts that we've written. And, you know, we... We've been actually working together on a digital media platform where we do a lot of sports comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's kind of still the progress and goal. But I wouldn't say next Wayne and Brothers. I would say more next Nolan Brothers. Oh, <laughs> that's, still, that's still something to aspire yeah. to, for yeah. sure, though. But you so, grew up in, like, a pretty big family, though, right? Like Huge family, yeah. So comedy was probably pretty big. I oh, feel like definitely. you. I feel like a, a comedian always comes out of a big family. Definitely, you know, yeah. at least one. I don't think my dad figured out about condoms until too late. <laughs> <laughs> How many siblings do you have? Uh, I have eight siblings, and then yeah, you include the parents. It's just a household of a wow. lot of people. Oh my god! And Wait, so, oh, go ahead. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, of course, it was going to be, like, it's, that's why we all talk a little faster, because you got to rush the sentences. And, you know, I was always the littlest one, so I had to be funny to get out of confrontations and stuff like that. I couldn't beat my brothers up. And so. 
Which I was gonna say, which tell people which brother you're you're gonna be the next Nolan brothers with. Oh yeah, one of my brothers actually. You, you've got a lot, so yeah. <laughs> one of my brothers actually made it really successful. Uh, he's the starting defensive end for the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. two-time Pro Bowler Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing about that is, all right, all my brothers are about six foot four in height, right? That's pretty the average height. And then my brother Calais is six foot eight. He's a Whoa. beast. And He's I, a beast. <laughs> and I'm six foot, and so you got to realize that, like, I sacrificed four inches for him to be successful. <laughs> and so I'm trying I to get. Like a, I might sue him for his contract. <laughs> like, I need at least this amount of money just for me giving him my inches. Mm-hmm. But on a bright side, I'm perfect Hollywood height, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm, like a, I'm a strong, tall man in a Hollywood sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. I mean, you're still above average for sure. And also, um, what I would say is. Because you were, was I, and actually I don't know the answer to this, if any of your other brothers other than Calais were um, like in football, but you um, being shorter than all of them were the only other one to to like try and go pro, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that counts for something, right? Oh, that was great. Actually, yeah. I had to, um, all my brothers played football. I had um, one went to Northwestern. Uh, one went, was supposed to go to Oregon, and he ended up having to go to JUCO because he didn't have the grades. Oh. One went to Colorado State University, and then another one went to Montana. Mm-hmm. And then me and my brother went to Miami. And um, I think me being the youngest player, a part that I learned from all their other mistakes, yeah. which helped me, obviously. But then at the same time, I had to be like the quickest, best one of all of them. Even the, the coach said I was the best one of them all. I just stopped growing. Everybody had me planned to be yeah. like six foot eight. And they was like, yo, where the rest of your inches at? <laughs> We can't keep you at center, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you got to be in training camp with your brother, though, right? When you were... Yeah, you- I should have made the team. It was crazy. I was making crazy plays that year, man. Really? But, um, it's competitive. So I, 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 I had an unfortunate run where the NFL locked out the same year right. I was going out oh, to get drafted. that was during oh. that time frame. And so I was just working out with the Cardinal players because I knew a couple of them, my mm-hmm. brother. And so they, I got a couple of offers. Um from teams after the lockout was up like hey do you want to play for us do you want to play for them and I chose to go with the Cardinals just because I'd already been working out with them yeah and I figured this is the best chance I had and so like by the time I finally got the playbook and I was actually making the plays I needed to it was only like four weeks and it was like should we cut the guy we had for three years or should we just get rid of him Uh, yeah and so I ended up getting cut off of basically we had to get rid of people wasn't like uh, I Yeah. Which sucks because I actually was one of the older players that was like, man, the way you making plays, I couldn't see how you're not going to make this team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead and buy a car right now. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be tough, though, especially because at that point in your life, that's what you were pursuing, right? So yeah. I actually just saw, um, I just started watching, I, it's been out for a while, but the Amazon, because uh, we love football. That's like mm-hmm. our our sport all of all nothing, the sure. sports, the all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm so into it. And um, that's on the Arizona that's Cardinals. That's real. I didn't think they would ever put something like that on TV. Like how real that is. Yeah, and it's really real. It's from the 2015 I season. I feel like I was getting cut on some of the things. I was like, wow, <laughs> I feel like I'm in the show. I feel bad. I I really thought, I, I think it's kind of a moving show, though. And I, I, I did see uh, your brother has a couple cameos on there where he says some yeah. stuff. Yeah. He's, does he like that? I mean, does he like being filmed and like playing and having to have cameras in your face too? I mean, yeah. Well, you know, is anyone with cameras in front of you? Kind of got to be like, oh, let me think of what I'm saying. Yeah, Don't yeah, be. yeah. You want to be like extra, you know. But the cool thing that that show did, and this is where you have to realize how smart they were. They didn't have the cameras in front of your face. They would just be filming at all times from a distance. And they would just have certain players mic'd up. And they would forget people were mic'd. And so you got, like, authentic, like, uh, just yeah. people being themselves. You like know? Bruce Arians 
like re- yeah like what what he's really like which actually I think that's what people that's what people want to know like and a lot of reality shows today are like so heavily produced mm-hmm. so like to see something like that like you know it's real I think that's why it's really good you know but yeah. um and it hasn't hurt that they have their best season in like yeah. seven eight years oh, ready yeah. Yeah. but even just like they, they go through the draft process in the beginning and like that's so interesting just like all the people sitting in a room like making decisions if they have this one player that they want and then they don't get them you know what they you know and then how they talk to the next player they got in his place as if that's the person they always wanted you know oh, it's just it it's funny it's but it's like that's what you figure it's kind of like i don't think it was anything real surprising but I the mean, realness it, of it is cool it's two different sides i feel like i went through the draft process well my brother when he was getting drafted i kind of mm-hmm. had involvement and then when i went through it and i'm like are they gonna call my name and i knew i was like potentially like a seventh round or you know late pick mm-hmm. and it just didn't happen Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like nerve wracking, but at the same time, you kind of like you know you putting your head. They're not gonna trade me. I'm just gonna make a team the hard way. Yeah. But you kind of like hoping somebody picks you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And so that's real nerve wracking. And you also have like your family and friends. Like you get nervous because they're watching you. And they're like, oh man, are we gonna get drafted? And you're yeah. Like, the pressure gets anteed up. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely, I think, an experience. It's fun. I feel like at the end of the day, you know, a lot of my teammates, people I was roommates with, get drafted, and so. Yeah. Did you want to like try to go back to some of the other teams? You know. After the Cardinals and and try to play, or were you just like, nah, I'm gonna do comedy. I'm just gonna like I try like ah, it's okay. Yeah, actually, um, <laughs> I wanted to play. I, so I I played one of the top schools in Denver, Colorado, and so it was like high level. Mm-hmm. Then I went to University of Miami, which is pretty prestigious yeah. university. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the NFL, and so when I like got cut. Like, my agent, you know, he was like, we got a couple teams we're going to wait to hear from. Mm-hmm. But if not, we're going to see, the, you know, Calgary Stampede and the CFL wants you. That's and what then, a lot of guys if, do, yeah. And if you want to stay in arena football, you know, the Arizona Rattlers want to give you a contract. And so, you know, I'm, like, hearing them out. But then I'm just, like, I went to, like, a meeting with the Arizona Rattlers. And it was, like, the, the weight room was, like, a like a warehouse with like two barbells in there and yeah and i was just at the point where i'm like man i kind of been playing football at the highest level i didn't want to like go down where yeah. it's like i'd rather yeah. hang up the cleats than you know be hurt myself paying for 500 dollars a week you know yeah yeah well i think everybody like has a different path you know what i think is interesting i guess a question i have is when you went through that process and like the system a little bit like what was that, 2010, 2011? Yeah. That's... Versus, how, like, do you think the NFL or football in general has changed a lot from that point to, like, how it is now? Or do you think it's, like, pretty similar? Um, it's, I mean, it's the same thing with new ways. They have new rules to try to protect the players and yeah, like, well, you know, things that like that. Stuff, yeah. But it's still a very cutthroat game. I mean, I just went to actually, um, I went to a practice uh, not too long ago, and you can see that, like, the guys, are, like, they realize they're on the fence of, like, I may get cut. And so, yeah. therefore, like, they have the, the stress. That's, I think the NFL was probably the most stressful football I played in my whole career. Oh, I bet. In high school, it's fun. You're just having a good time. You know, you're like, I'm out of class. I don't like practice. But you know what? Mm-hmm. College is a little bit more of, like, they own your life. I'm like, wow, I've been up since 6 a.m. and I'm still here. Yeah. But then you get to the pros and it's like, every day it's like, could this be the day I get cut? And that's yeah. like, That's a hard way to weight. live, I would think. Wow, a really hard way to live. In a, in a lot of ways, I don't know in my mind just living in LA like trying to be a successful comedian on screen which is what we're all trying to do right Mm -hmm. Um, or whatever path we're taking it's kind of like could be like a similar life in some ways you know like how hard it is to make it how how cutthroat it is and then how long does it last when you if if and when you do you know I feel like there's more longevity in the comedy career. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah. That, that's yeah. one difference, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't peak gonna... when you're, like, 
22 or whatever, but like whatever it is, 25. But yeah. yeah. The hard part about the transition from comedy and football is like, and any other job is like, there's immediate, like, you know where you're at and everything else. Like, if you're in a regular job, you get a promotion and you're like, hey, I moved up a level, no entry level. Right. And in, in, in football, hey, I'm a starter now, or oh, I'm a potential draft pick, or, you know, I'm all American. Whereas in comedy, you kind of don't know how good you are until you blow. It's kind of yeah. like, you don't know, like, should I quit? Or should I go to Just for Laughs? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that um, uh, with another with another guy we interviewed. Just, like, what a mind fuck it is, you know? Because it's, like, coming from a comedian background and then... Um, and then Rachel is a TV host, and but she's but she's in comedy now, so it's sort of like we're getting better at what each other's like skill sets are. I think that kind of is neat because it diversifies what we traditionally do. So I feel like I, I've become more of a stand-up in the last two years or whatever it is, you know. Whereas I would have just defined myself by that, and I'm like, what am I doing? Like I don't even get paid to do this. Like nobody's asking me to do this. I mean, they and then they are asking me to do it, but like they're not paying me, you know. And it's hard because you don't really know if you're making progress like and you're not supposed to really define your success on other people what they think but like how else do you fucking know i mean if you make even making people laugh i mean that's what they think they think you're funny you no, know? But it's, i mean the way the game in comedy and it's, you know hollywood is a business and mm-hmm. so even yeah. if you're killing people making them laugh could you say you're successful but i think it's more or less i think the definition of success is kind of once you can make a living from it like you yeah you know, but my my thing with comedy has always been because I know that I will hate it if it becomes a job where it's like, oh, I don't want to get on stage, but I have to or else yeah. I can't pay my bills. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always had this like love where it's like I love talking. I love sharing. I love having an audience. And it's like whatever I want to say, you guys are going to listen <laughs> <laughs> and laugh, hopefully. So yeah. I think there's always, there's definitely like uh an appreciation for the art. Of course. But I think if you try to make it where, like, this is my living, I feel like it's a stress that you shouldn't add to yourself. Yeah. And it could ultimately lead to, like, depression. Even guys who are famous kind of go through that, I feel like. Yeah. Does that translate, you think, also into football? I think there's a lot of correlation. I think so, too. too. Do you think a lot of people in the NFL are, like, maybe really depressed and stressed out, too? Oh, yeah. But you don't know if that's from, you know, concussion-based or... Right. Yeah. But the level of money that they're making, too, it's like, just wipe your tears with $100 bills, you know? perks of it. You know, like, I was in the NFL for, like, every bit of four or five weeks, right? And I was just like, man, you go to women, and they'd be all throwing themselves at you. You'd be at the club, and they were like, come over here, bottle service. Yeah. And it's like, I can get used to this lifestyle. (laughs) A little different than the college lifestyle. And that's the crazy thing about comedy. It's like, they don't have good comparison. Like, I mean, maybe Kevin Hart. But like yeah. I've, I've hung out with like Hannibal Burris and guys like that. You know, yeah. they're famous people. Are like, oh, I know you're funny. But like, the comparison of like women that come around with, with Odell Beckham Jr. compared right. to Hannibal Burris, not saying <laughs> not knocks to Hannibal because that's my guy. No, it totally. But it's a different crowd you're gonna attract. It yeah. totally. <laughs> no, that totally makes sense. Somebody said this week, the this other the other day, they were like, "Oh, you're a chuckle fucker," and I was like, "What? That's like a groupie for comedy. Oh, yeah, that's with, a, like for women. That's worse than I've comedy. Never, right? 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 Ernst said that. Somebody called you that." Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Well, I was, uh, we were at a show that Shannon puts on at the basement, Mm -hmm. and... um, Jeez, you date one comedian, and all of a sudden, that's your name? Technically, that's, I mean, you kind of do fuck a chuckler. Yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, that's funny. You're funny. You're really funny, but I don't like that It's kind of an asshole, right? (laughs) Hey, Misty, what did I do to you? Well, you're always 
better. Can we just can we just stay with groupie? You, you know, know what like, I think's kind of chuckle fucker. Okay. That what's kind of funny about that now that you say it is that like. I don't know, this could be, like, completely off-tangent, but, like, I have seen, like, yeah. consistency in, like... Damn it, Callie, I'm trying to tell a story. Know, that was a good one coming out, I too. Know, I was, I was like, for that buzz. I was like, please. I've seen consistency in um, some ladies I've seen, like, at some of the bigger clubs, you know, that um, we're all trying to perform at regularly, like, the improv or the comedy store. Like, I've just noticed, because I go at, and, like, hang out a lot when I'm not doing shows and stuff, and... Um, and they and they are like always sort of kind of targeting like the headliner of the show or like specific people and I just remember thinking to myself is this a coincidence that I've seen this lady before and she's not a 10 but she's like okay mm-hmm. and and I'm like are these are these really groupies of comedy like yeah. I think that's kind of like yeah. I don't I don't know just because like I'm a comedian and I'm like oh the only groupies I've ever had are like some like fucking weird creepy guy named Steve who always comes to my O'Brien show and I'm like Steve's a total creep and he probably I don't know I don't don't want to analyze comedy comedy groupies are chuckle fuckers they usually cap out at sevens you're never gonna see like a Beyonce looking girl like I only want to fuck comedians yeah like even sometimes like sometimes I go on the road with some people and this is like never failed me but like like, after one of the shows, you'll see, like, some girl who's, like, not nobody I would necessarily want to talk to. And they'll just come and, like, give me they never put it in my hand. Like, use that tonight, baby. Really? And you got to be nice. You're like, oh, yeah, I think I'll use it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you walk yeah. out. Like, <laughs> yeah. But see, this is so, like, for guys, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm the shit. This is awesome. But, like, if a guy did that to a girl and we weren't interested, we would be like, oh, that guy was so creepy. He wouldn't stop talking to me and hit on This is on harassment, me. mister. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Because I should have, we should have that yeah. feeling that you just had which was like oh okay I might not call you or might but that makes me feel Whoa. real good hey, you women know? you know what women gotta do they gotta start sexually harassing men women right. gotta start cat calling us like whoo look at them boys and, yeah. and then once you do that it's gonna change and the next thing you know we're gonna be like oh my god I don't feel comfortable around here these women are gonna keep cat calling us I'm well, gonna start know, do I'm starting today I'm gonna cat call any hot guy I see running down the street without a shirt on because it is LA but you gotta practice regular. I don't know if you yeah, you, you don't have experience or something. oh I've have, me, I have enough experience of being catcalled at. Give me, a, give me an example of a catcall, right? Like, you see the sexy guy jogging. Ooh, look at that sweet ass. Mm. Oh, that's big, not bad. Hey, <laughs> hey, big man. Yeah, A ain't good. You got to start with, hey, hey, <laughs> red hey. shorts. Hey. See, I think I'd be really bad oh, at this. hi. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> Let me hear you. Excuse Let me go ahead, Shannon. Let's hear your catcall. Oh, no. I I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I just don't think I have one. I don't think I have one. You got to try. Just jump. Well, I wanted to tell a story, though. Can I tell a story instead yeah, before we'll I forget it? <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, though, that um, um, I noticed that for women, like, uh, like if, as a female comedian, um, what I get is, I don't know if it's hard. I can't tell yet if it's hard to date, like, for me to date because I'm a comedian. I don't really know. I don't. I don't think it matters. I just think it's it's like I should be not dating comedians. So yeah. like when I'm not, I don't think that really matters. But I, I think that guys like it happened on Monday night um, will try to use my set, like my some of my topics because it's a lot of it. It's about going through divorce and like being single again and stuff as a as like a grounds to hit on me. And it's uh, so annoying. Like and it's always like some like. Night at the Roxbury guy with like <laughs> it, like yeah, an open pop collar with like hair f- f- streaming out, yeah, and I'm like, good. why can't? And I just literally thought about this last night. I'm like, why can't like a hot, normal, cool guy just use my set to hit on me? Why does it always have to be like these like, these like, 
cheesy dudes, you know? Creepy Guido. You saw that. Oh, you, I saw him. And, and then he brought like, his friend over. Yeah. And I'm like, she was like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh. And I was like, I oh know. yeah, thanks, I gotta go over here. Well, I was Bye. also running a show, too, but like, oh, I get annoyed. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, you gotta, we, gotta, we gotta move up the comedy. Guy. Once you move up the comedy ladder, when you're like doing theaters, you're gonna find the good guys like yeah. LL Cool J, like, that's a funny set, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I know. Oh, thanks. That's, that's a good point. I have to think about the venues I'm doing. But, like, to be fair, the guys, like, are like, oh, I, well, I got a divorce, too. And I'm like, oh, this is a great kind That's, cool. a, great, like, that's you, a great connector, right? Is that kind of like, hey, we got something in common. But I'm like, but, <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like, I, I, I can be, like, a little bitchy sometimes because they don't know, like, what I'm dealing with right now. I'm like, I'm trying to, like, do other stuff and, like, run a show. But, like, also, like, cool, like, half more than half of America's been divorced. Like, do you want to metal? Like, right. I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like that's, like, a way to hit on somebody. But, like, so that's the type of thing that happens to me. And then I end up, like, meeting nobody because I'm, like, like, it's just, no. I don't want you to use my... I don't want to talk about my set. I just did my set, you know? I don't want to debrief on it, you She's know? She's like, I do it, like, you know, I have my sets I'm a done couple now. times a week. Like, I'm done. I talk about it all the fucking time. Yeah. Stop it, talking to me about it's it. It's also, it's very corny. Like, people don't realize when yeah, you tell jokes, you're going to get similar cliche answers every time you get off stage. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to do a joke where it was like, oh, I'm, I like compliments and things like that. And, and people, I was sure, they would, like, come to me like, hey, you're going to give me a compliment back? And you're mm-hmm. like... No, man, I was lying, all right? That was just a joke for the stage, all right? That's what I mean, like, you know? But I guess it's like, you know, if you're in in the audience and you're not a comedian, like, you don't know. Oh, but I just came up with my pickup line. How about this one? Hey, you've got the best nonverbal game I've ever seen. Boom. That's good. There you go. I will lower my defense. I just want one day a year. You know how they used to, like, high school, they would have dances where the girl had to ask the guy? Yeah. I just want one day a year where all women have to go holler at men. And men get to be, like, stuck up and be like... Don't talk e- to me like every that. Every girl talks to me. Come come with something cool. Say something different, huh? Be different. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think... I think um, and that just made me a little nervous. Like, oh, if I was, like, in the world that day, like, if I had to, like, do that. I just think that it's a little ner- I think I think men don't realize it is a little nerve-wracking for some women to hit on men. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know? how do you think a man feels when he comes over there with all the possibility to fail? Everybody's looking. He has to find... But like, he's probably so yeah. used to it. Well, like, by yeah. trial and error, like, you'll know, like, on. oh, don't go too aggressive. Try to be subtle and, you know, things like that. But yeah. for the most part, it's like trial and error to learn how to talk to a woman. Well, yeah, but I, I think I hate the excuse that guys give, which is usually like, oh, well, like girls are just like, you're so mean or you're like, gonna, I'm going to be rejected. Well, like, I'm not going to, unless you're a real asshole, I'm not going to be like, get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> yeah. know? Like if you were like, hey, how's your night going? And I'm like, good. And we're chit-chatting. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's not going anywhere. I'd be like, okay, well, it was nice meeting you. I'm just going to go talk to my friend. Like, Get up, grow some balls. I have more balls than you. Like, yeah. use your balls and like. That's man why we're up playing with balls. And just like, just balls. talk to me. Like, it's not. I mean, unless you come up with some. The guys that have been terrible, rejected you know? the most, I feel like, are the ones that hit on uh, hit, that like at least hit on me the most because they're maybe they're so used to rejection because like <laughs> I, because like when I'm talking because I get hit on by the cheesiest dudes or like people that are older than my father all the time like that's the only people that hit on me and I'm like what? like I know there's normal people in the world but I'm like maybe you're just used to like I don't know 
know. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But I. But I do Therapy have to say. Also, I'm playing. That's, with balls. that's what it is. Yeah. I, I like it. Playing with balls also means playing with relationship talk, <laughs> and it's a great episode. I love this thing. This yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. I think. What you, but you also, like, I, I just feel like this with women. I don't know. Women have to put themselves in places <laughs> to be talked to. All right. Yeah. Because it also is an environment. Like I can't really game a girl in a club. That's a nonverbal game of all. That's yes. where it's like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna dance with you. I'm gonna say a couple of things. I'm gonna smile. Mm-hmm. I'll, I've always been like a loungy person. You know, I love going outdoors. Like, you ever been to the pier on Thursdays in the summer? Mm-hmm. Best place oh, ever. Oh yeah, like the, the like the concerts. The concerts. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So I was like, women gotta go to like places where people can talk to them. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that makes sense. I don't know. It's hard. Dating's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. Football and comedy are hard. <laughs> Dating's Dating easy. They have apps. Bumble, Tinder. Yeah, there's one where you have to talk to people first. The yeah. Bumble, you have to. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh. Yeah. Because girls, I, I, I get them easiest. So, you know, girls are always saying you simple. They don't have game. They're like, hey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Someone sends a regular thing. I've been getting so many nude pics. It's almost scary. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. It works every time. Women, oh, you say that. I oh, say that because yeah, women yeah. don't send news. They always send right. hey or hi. Right. What's up? And yeah. then they're like, oh, he's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll talk to him. I and think, then it works. I, I hate, oh, I hate, oh, I hate, I hate on, I tried Tinder. And I was oh, like, I, I, I just deleted this. it. I, I can't do it. it. You deleted Tinder? You know what? I think the problem I, like, I, I the experience I've had that's been most consistent on, on Tinder and maybe other dating apps, but mostly that, is that it's always like, it's like, it's like always a cool connection at first, but then the guy immediately, consistently reveals that he's really just wants to hook up. And I'm like, if, listen, man, it, if I, I'm not trying to be like conceited or cocky, but if I wanted to hook up, I'll just go stand in my corner mm-hmm. in a bathing suit. I don't need to go online for that. But Do you know what I mean? Part, I, let's be honest, all right? Just be 100% honest. Every man's goal is to hook up. That's first. Yes. Yeah, but if that's and what then in the process him? of trying to hook up with you, he might be like, I really like this girl. And then he'll be like, you know what? If you be my girlfriend, will I hook? Will you hook up with me? And then that's how relationships are born. Right. No, no one, I know. You just sometimes, wrote the playbook for men. You yeah, can write a book now. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, I don't think men look at a girl like, and they're like, oh, I really want to swipe right because I want to marry this girl. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Only no, the real then, wackadoo no, ones. No, that too. I get, but I'm just saying, like, won't take you out on a first proper date kind of oh, a thing. Oh, they're just like, hey, you want me to come over and check exactly. me your address? Exactly. Yeah, like, like, remember I had, yes. was, had a date a couple weeks ago, and I thought we were going to go out to dinner and I was like so confused when we were actually on the day I like you know I am busy so like I'm making I'm like moving around my schedule for this guy and then he's like oh why don't you just come over and I'm like what no and I was like first of all no and um I was like plus you live too far and I can't get there by 6 p.m. anyway on like a Tuesday but then I was like well why don't we just meet halfway and he's like well I'll just come to your house and we'll watch movies and I'm like at at 6 30 p.m. on a Tuesday I was like Goodbye. Like no, that's the kind of stuff that I that annoys me. Yeah, because you're a lady and I'm a lady, and I'll never talk to you again. Now he's been trying to take me out ever since then. I'm like, I'm not interested at all. You oh, know? Okay, yeah, he had bad game. Yeah. He's going for the kill right movies away. Movies yeah. at my house. I didn't even invite you no. over. You know? And I don't I, want you to know where I live. I mean, who says movies anymore? It's Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Netflix. Well, Hulu, yeah. HBO Go. Yeah, but anyway, so I, I think dating is hard. But you're right. Football and comedy are harder. So. Life is hard. Mm-hmm. How about that? Life's not hard. Life is small. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Both of you girls are pretty attractive. We're like good-looking people. So at the end of the day, you know that somebody wants you. There's some guy that you don't want that's like <laughs> do we, dying do we, to have do you. Do we both sound like we're like we're desperate? Oh, and it's like, no. Life is. You're just like it's tough dating, and it's like no. There's one guy that's listening to your podcast every time mm-hmm. faithfully. 
And he's like, oh, if only Shannon would love me. Right. I tweet her, and she tweets me back. I think she likes me. Well, and I think Oh, Rachel, please. Oh, my God. I heard your podcast, and I don't want to be cliche like those guys from the jokes, but... uh, um, that happens. I don't want to just Netflix and chill. I'll take you on a That's date. That's how she actually did date somebody. <laughs> I from have, her... That'll be my, my baller story. You oh, want me yeah. to go into baller stories? Speaking of Ooh. baller stories, yeah. yeah. Now, do you want to go one. into it? Yeah. Okay, that just made me think. What was mine, though? I, you have to remind the me. Tax, when... The crazy folders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, my. We're just right what you were talking about. So I do a lot of live periscoping, you know, the live app, and I talk a lot about news. I have a news background, and I was I did it every day, five days a week. Uh, not every day, obviously that's every day, five days a week. And <laughs> this one guy slid into my Instagram DMs, which first of all I didn't even know was a thing that you could message people on Instagram. Remember, I was like, what's this thing? But is this a but message? you did find out in a baller way. The first DM. The, the first DM was from. Um, oh, was dun, dun, from, um, what's his name? From uh, Michael. The Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, that was her first re- Instagram yeah. DM. That was, was when we first Michael, learned it. Um, Mike, um, was it Michael? Mike's like the Mikey most common Kendrick? name. Mike, Michael no. Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Kendrick. Michael Kendrick. Yeah. Oh. M-Y-K, that, that one. And it wasn't like. Oh, Mikael Kendrick. Yeah, he was a linebacker, right? That's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And that we were, we were really. <laughs> We were really excited. I was, I was like, who's Michael? We were really, well, I was really excited because I was like, you got to date him. You got to date him. Do it for yeah. me because we he's an angel. We get tickets. Yeah. And we get to wear jerseys that are glittered up with his last name to the yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like your, I was like, and then he can hook girl. me up with like Mark Sanchez or somebody. Yeah, you she know? really yes. wanted to meet Mark Sanchez. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, not he, meet him, like go out with him. Right, marry like, him. Buzz. And she have to meet him for, yeah, I know. Now, now I've retracted that <laughs> statement. But this was 2015. All right, I'm right, yes, okay. so he, so that, it's not about Mikael no, Kendrick. So I just had to that. call that out. Yeah, that I f- completely forgot about that. Second DM. So he sent, we tried to message, but he's got, you know, eight other, hundred other women DMing him on Instagram and actually sending naked pictures, and I didn't. So um, he left. And then this other guy is watching me on my periscopes, and he sent me a message and was like, hey, I just watched your periscope. I, um, I love my dog, Legos. And like I'm from San Francisco or something, and he's like, I'm just gonna go out of the limb and like ask, like ask you out. And I was like, Well, this is like weird. So maybe we can talk on this for a little bit and see if you're not like a crazy stalker person. And I ended up dating him for a very short period of time. But he was he was a really nice guy, but just you know it didn't work out. But he. Um, yeah, he does really do like Legos. I was like, is that a funny thing? Is that a joke? And then I was like, oh no, this is serious. You like building Legos. Well, there's nothing wrong with Legos, but. Well, and you know, just very different interests. But we did date. We had a nice time. He was, he was a really nice. nice guy. She met him. Um, and. Uh, but I, I have that to say, there end. was some apprehension in the oh, beginning. Because yeah, it was like, like do, do you, you know, because it was like, you know, not something you should necessarily completely discard. Um, if you have a gut feeling that maybe you should go out with this person Mm -hmm. but then it's also like they get they have this idea of who you are because they want to go out with you based on like seeing you in a different format than your actual self right you know and yeah that could have been a reason why it didn't really work out too yeah i think really ultimately you know like a lot of people have a certain idea of 
me and you and Shannon, I'm sure, because they see you on stage and they see me on TV or on Periscope or whatever I'm doing. And I mean, I'm still myself, but you're getting a much different yeah. elevated version. Rachel has famous people problems is basically what she's saying. They're falling in love with your character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm not yeah, making fun of you. I mean, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, but people want to, they think that you're that person like all the time and then they build this story around you that's not real. Because like in real life, when the camera goes off, like I mellow out and it's a, just a, like, you know, it's a little bit different. Like that one video, so. you ever seen the video where dude's like, what really happened that Friday night? The, God damn it, shit flying in my mouth. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's me. Yes, that's me. Yes. That's one of my favorite videos. He's like, what really happened that day? <laughs> shit flying in my mouth, pollen. You can't see. I'm tired of being in this fucked up town. Yeah. And he's like, freaks out. And the out. women fall in love with the first voice. They don't fall in love with yeah, the second no, voice. No, okay. No, no. But yeah. I so was, basically, Rachel's nothing like she is right now on the podcast, fellas. <laughs> no. There's an... There's <laughs> She yeah, listens to gangster rap music and she actually is sagging her pants right now. You yeah. know, I can't see Basically. that. Well, you know what? No, it was hard to like. Yeah. yeah, I think ultimately that was a big problem. Like he like thought it was something else that it wasn't, and I was like, "Yo, you're not listening to me." I'm like, "I don't want this. I I'm not this way." And um, he was like, "Yeah, uh huh. Okay, I'm gonna ignore everything you just told me. I'm pretty like direct. I'm not necessarily yeah. a girl that's gonna leave." like not tell you what I want or what I need like if there really is something like I'll address it I've addressed it and yeah. you know I just don't want to play the game I don't have time it hurts my head he was all, to be fair he was also like planning your wedding too yeah so. he was planning planning the wedding oh he wanted to marry you yeah already we, he Flattery, was like planning right? like five months in advance and I had like was having serious anxiety about it she was, was having like, panic attacks over her Valentine's I Day I did I had a full on panic attack I called her and I was like, Shannon, I can't breathe. I think I'm having a panic attack. We're supposed to spend two days in a row together. And I just like, I'm like, it's too much. And I was and like, she's just like, stop going out with him. Yeah. She was know? like, hang up with me right now. Call him. Tell him you're sick. And that you'll talk to him later. I'm like, okay, okay. She's like, <laughs> See, yeah. advice, coaching advice. She's like, I just sent you a text message. Just copy and send no, it to him. No, that's what that's we what she did. did. Yeah. Hey, you're weird and you won't listen to me. So this is over. Yes. Bye. Basically. Bye. See, dating Boy, is bye. hard. <laughs> you, yeah. Panic attacks. It's hard on the. It's hard on me. I had a panic attack. Yeah, that's only me though. I think I'm just a little fucked up no, in that way. Every no, girl, they're all the same I just, as you. I think that's crazy. I just think you're nice. Like I think that's. Yeah, you and know, I felt bad. I don't think I would ever get no. to the point where somebody would give me a panic attack. Like I would get a yeah. panic attack because I would have just. Like, I don't have tolerance for, mm-hmm. you know, I'd have been like, ugh, you get on my nerves, yeah, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Like, like two, three weeks before you did. But that's just me. That's what's different, you yeah. know? Yeah. She yeah. cuts them off long before the marriage proposal, right? Which yeah. is a good segue into my, um, cra- I, I don't really have a story. It's just more like a, a texting problem. I don't really, I, I had like a, a better way to describe it earlier, and now I don't remember like what the deal was, but I could just read some, I guess. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. so, so Shannon gets like she, could oh, she gets a no, no, no. But I'll no, just I give want a you to because I don't know. So she gets a little <clears throat> emotionally strong. Like af- after a certain point, she reads at a breaking point, and she just unloads everything she's thinking in a text Ooh. message and holds nothing back. And they're amazing. Let me see if I can find one. Like these text, those is that what you're talking about? Or you're yeah. about you got to read the, it in tone. And if you're gonna read them out loud, I want you like, to really like get in character and be like, and the last time you do this is. <laughs> oh no, it's like it's like off the. But she doesn't exist in that way in like her day to day life. Like Shannon's like 
pretty even keel. She's really positive. She's she's got her shit together. But then one thing set like if it's if you push her button and send her over the edge, you're gonna fucking get it. Like this. Well, okay. So this one says That was a great intro. This is this is a note to tell you. This is me writing this to somebody. And everyone rem- is anonymous, by the way. Right. Um, this is a note to tell you that you will no longer be receiving sexts or an effort to hit you up for sex due to your lack of response and overall indifference. Good day, is what I wrote. She sent that And then something. he wrote, good day, question mark. And I wrote, yes, I am a lady with manners and still wish you a good day despite your annoying behavior. And he wrote, thank you. And I wrote, you're the worst. <laughs> and that was that one. There's so, that was it. That is was, that the last text oh, you guys sent? Or no. Just, no. There's some But that was just a funny ones. one. I was like, to end that strong, that's pretty firm. That's a um, firm. She just, I, and then she sends me, the, then I get text messages from her at like three in the morning and she's like, this is what I just sent so-and-so. And I'm like, oh my God. Damn. And, then to, and then another one I wrote that I just thought was funny that I had to keep with, that said, I'm actually never texting you again. Serious this time. Have a super good rest of your life. Thumbs down. <laughs> Damn it. And she's serious. There's not, that's not sarcasm. Oh, well, emoji obviously losing the tone. In a emojis little bit. Do. No, but she means, she's like, that's like an aggressive thumbs down in <laughs> that's real like life. Gladiator like, here's a really death. mean one. Should I read, read this it. one? Read it. Okay, this one, um, this one, I really never did talk to the person again. <laughs> Um, so I was driving home. I was driving and couldn't complete my thought. I'm home now, so here it is. Um, dash, dash. Don't fuck around with me. I was very excited to see you tonight. If you had other issues, let me know instead of letting every weirdo I'm wait, um, hit on me while I'm waiting for you at the bar. I don't care if you... I don't... Callie. Callie doesn't like... He over. doesn't like that guy either. Start it over. Start it over. Okay. So I was driving and I couldn't complete my thought. I am home now, so here it is. Don't fuck around with me. I was very excited to see you tonight. If you had other issues, let me know instead of let, letting every weirdo at the bar hit on me while I'm waiting for you. I don't care if you tape 457 Netflix specials. It doesn't give you the right. If you want to see me again, get your shit together and then let me know. And then he never texted me again. But it was, I still to this day think that that was, I looked at it for a while and I was like, oh no, why did I say that? But then I'm like, you know what? Because it was somebody I was very excited about and we had been like talking for a month, like whatever. And um, I was like, but I actually really did feel that way. I just didn't filter it at all. No, no filter. You know? And then yeah, when, that's a good way. You just don't filter it. She doesn't filter it out Live life unfiltered. That's the name of her first stand-up You special. are a fucking <laughs> asshole in terms of how you handled this. You are the reason it is extremely over. You are such an asshole. See you next month at your shitty show I'm in. <laughs> wow. And she's, this, again, serious. Like, it's funny, but she was it's like, 100% serious. A lot of them, like, it's, like, at night, though. It's, yeah. like, after, like, something's happened. Some of them, like, one time I was drunk and I wrote, you lost my number, instead of saying you um, you should. You need to lose my number. I told oh. him he actually. I didn't know where. I just told this guy he lost my number, and I didn't know. And he was like, "What?" And I was like, "Never mind." You don't even know who's texting right now because you don't have my number saved. You lost it. You lost my number. And he's like, uh, "What?" And so sometimes they're really funny. Actually, most of we just that was like, we that laugh. was hilarious. Mm-hmm. That was actually really dope. And actually, I think those are literally poet words. Those are going to be in a book one day. It's That's what I said. Poems from Shannon. That's what like, a one uh, a couple those. of recipients have said that still talk to me to this day they're like they're like because they some people do like aren't like okay she really means never talk to me again because I don't really like mean it it's just like I get mad and I'm just like 
She gets mad like a 13-year-old Have a great girl. rest of your you life. That's hilarious. Like, never talk to me ever again. And he slams her door. Doop. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you miss like phones when you used to slam the phone down? Now you're just like, and you just push the end. Because I think like what I usually do is like I, because one guy was like, are you going to like really set my house on fire one day? And I was like, no. See, what I normally do is like when I get mad at, like indifference or like uh, an inconsistent behavior like I'll say those things but then I'll just go to sleep and then sometimes the next day I'm like oh, I don't care that I sent that or I'm like oh man why did I do that mm-hmm. um, or I'll just say that's the funniest thing I've ever like read and I'll like pee my pants and send it to all my friends yeah I think you should definitely do the book and then just have titles for it like this poem is for bread yeah. Yes. Lose my number you asshole <laughs> no you lost my you number you lost my number <laughs> drank drunk Drunk, drank, uh, drink, text to every creepy guy at the bar talked to me. I gave one of my numbers to that guy, so that's your fault. (laughs) If he calls me, I'm going to redirect him to your phone. What's actually funny is I ended up dating a guy that I hung out with at that bar. I didn't that later. Isn't that funny? Oh, wow. Yeah. And that way is the silver lining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's just that. You found love in a hopeless place. (laughs) It's just my thing, and I'm not saying I'm always proud of it. I do think it's funny, but I'm always at least happy that most of it is representative of what I really want to say instead of not saying it. It's just the manner in which I deliver. It's not always, like, the most emotionally intelligent, but, like, whatever. Not everyone's perfect. So, that's my story. I That's love dope. That. What's your story? Yeah. Oh, baller story. Yes, um, does it have to be about me? I feel like I want to end it on a light story. And I feel like it's funny and cool. It can be light, but it's got to be your baller story. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of my baller story. I'll tell you from my point of view, right? All right. All right. Well, so, there's really no rules no. with the baller story. So my, uh, you know. I mean, just other than you have to share one. Oh, yeah. I like Sorry. it. I just, I this is heavy on my heart. So I want to end <laughs> it on light and, light and cool. Okay. Uh, my brother just got engaged to his fiance, oh. right? And he, you know, he wanted me to come up with ideas. And, you know, so here I am, you know, trying to figure out 101 ways to sweep a woman off her feet. And then finally he realized that he was going to go for it. And so we went back and forth. And he decided he's going to propose at Dave and Buster's. Okay. Which I felt like, all right, you're kind of rich. And you kind of can do way better than that. But, you know, to each his own. And so he kind of, I feel like he had it thought out in his head a little bit better. You know, he right. definitely thought that, like, all right, it's going to be just like our first date. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to play. I'm going to get a fake ring. And I'm gonna, like, acting like I'm buried those in it. And I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to be real. And that's when I want all y'all to come out and she know that's real. Uh-huh. And I'm like, in the voice of it and what it going on in his head, I'm like, yo, I can see that movie. That's going to be yeah. good. But it didn't necessarily turn out like that. Like, she bumped uh-huh. into his friend. I had to get on a plane because they delayed it more later than what it was supposed oh to be. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> so how did it play out? And so he ended up, like, the friend, he's, like, walking with them the whole time. And it's just like, oh, he's waiting on a girl, too, I guess. <laughs> and then finally, I mean, but at the end of the day, what you realize, he proposed to her. She said yes, because obviously they were going to fall in love regardless. Yeah. And you know, that's what happens. But I do think that, like, proposal. I want to end it on a light story of yeah, people yeah, getting yeah. married. But I just think, like, I want to be really good when I get ready to propose to a girl. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. You yeah. know, I think that's good. But, you know, I think sometimes when it's not perfect, that's it makes for a good story, too. You know, because it's yeah. like, yeah. it's not really <laughs> about the proposal. It's about the, you know, the guy trying to do something special to, like, because it's never you can never make sure it's perfect that's the problem you know uh, you know you take a girl to a five star restaurant that overviews the ocean and then you end up proposing her in the car on the way home right because <laughs> you're too nervous and you're like oh there's all these people <laughs> hey this is your favorite song right um yeah. Or that story where they say you hide the ring and like the dessert and then she like eats, eats it or something it. Oh, you're God. like oh my god she just swallowed like twenty thousand dollars 
you know, oh, my wow. that's my, happened before. Yeah. Well, 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 rings are pretty big. Like women are taking those gigantic. Women don't chew. Well, if it was like ice cream or <laughs> yeah, something, or like, a piece of pie, just like a gimmick you like, like hide it or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. My biggest fear and like worst nightmare is being proposed to in public. Well, first of all, I don't even know if like marriage things for me, but uh, if it is, like if I was proposed to like on a jumbotron or like on TV, I would have. I would be. Furious, Like, I would be so mad. Like, I see all those videos of, like, people, like, news anchors who, like, they come out and they propose to... I would be like, you don't know me. This isn't working. Like, if you did that, wow. that would be, like, ultimate worst nightmare. Oh. In, in public. In, like, a giant public forum. I would have, like, a panic attack. I'll make sure I'll, like... Definitely sure be managing that, that for you. If I ever get so. engaged, if that's ever happening, yeah, just I'll be manage like, the whole don't thing. Don't ever. I, I, just, I was just gonna recommend like you try Married at First Sight. I feel like that's a fun show. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. You can eliminate that. They're not gonna do oh a big proposal. God. It'll be a big wedding. Ra- <laughs> Put everybody no. watching. Rachel's like a city hall kind of gal. I feel like yeah. or like eloping. You know, just go do yeah. that. But I do like Jared. You that hear you- that? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell the guy who's listening to this trying to find out. <laughs> very <laughs> subtle marriage proposal. Yeah, like All home right. alone without without any of the nonsense is like perfect. How did you? How did your ex husband propose to you? I don't know this story. Do I? It's uh I don't remember. Uh it it's a crazy story actually. I I forgot about this. He uh I was at work and he called and he called me and he sounded not like I'd ever heard him. He was like really out of breath and he really flustered. Uh, no wait, was it him that called me? Oh something about or maybe it was his no it was him so it was him memorable. no it was him it was him <laughs> such a memorable no 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 no, no, no. I, I just she remembers wait, I it was a, still love him. well it was a long time it was a long time ago <laughs> no but no so it was he called me but I couldn't remember if I got another call first from his friend no it was just him he called me he was all frantic he's a big surfer and um we lived like right up on the beach and he was like he was like oh my god like I'm bleeding like please come like I like 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 something about like it made me feel like he needed to go to the hospital he's like I don't have like insurance because I knew he didn't have health insurance I was always like harping on him for that I'm like what if you get hurt and um he was like he was he freaked me out I literally dropped everything that I was doing I was like should I just get bit by a shark I don't know what happened I was at like in my office and I like threw everything and everyone's like what the fuck and I just like ran out all you saw was like the back of my head and like just like dust behind me. I like drove like a crazy person. All I could think on the way was, God damn him. He didn't sign up for his goddamn insurance. Like he needed to just get Cobra or like major medical or something. He got bit by a shark. He's like bleeding everywhere. Why did he call me? Like is 911 there? Like I'm just freaking out. And I go to the place where he surfs and I see all these people, like these men that are workers. And I'm like, oh, they must be the paramedics. And they're all just staring at me. And I'm like, they must be the paramedics. And um, so I look up and it's this huge sand dune and it was written out in like, in like sand or like, you know, and like shit, like, will you marry me, Shannon? Like on the sand dune. That was dope. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting engaged. Like he didn't get bit by a shark. (laughs) And I was like, I was like so annoyed but all <laughs> right, well, right. She starts hitting him. Well, because I was like, for for like fifteen minutes, I could have like got in a car. I was right. like, Josh, but it was good. It was a good. I ultimately like that's the kind of relationship we had, though. Mm-hmm. So like, he was always fucking with me like that, and he wasn't even a comedian. He just fucked with me all the time because he knew 
how I would get, but it was like a lot of emotions in one mm-hmm. second of like, what? You're alive? Yeah. And we don't need to worry about insurance and we're going to get married now? Like, I mean, I, so yeah, it was actually kind of cool in a way. Yeah. Like, I wasn't mad about it in the long run. Like, at the time, I was like a little freaked out, but. Yeah, all mar- good marriage proposals should involve the fear of death. That's that element of success in marriage proposals. And it really had nothing to do with the marriage not working. You know, but it was a good, he he tried. He did a good job. God knows how long it took him to write that thing out. You could see it from like a mile away. Wow. You know. That's the effort. It's the effort, the thought, right? What about the guy that's riding on the highway with his girlfriend and she sees the mountain like, (gasps) And he's like, no. Well, no. I did notice no. when I would not, drive not, by not that. you, Shannon. That uh, it's not for you. No, that sand dune I noticed had a lot of, will you marry me, Patricia's or uh, Tracy's after that. So popular people thing. had to go. They were like, fuck this guy. The guy was like really pissed because it takes so long to build that, build yeah. those letters. But so, uh, yeah, that yeah. was that was it. But um, I like that you ended, Jared, on a good note. Yeah. Um, I'll, a lighter note with marriage proposal. As this whole time we've been like, blah 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 like dating like all this Where? stuff but <laughs> yeah. but I know I think it's good it's because we're like you know dating in your 30s is different than um dating when you're 21 you yeah. know so I think it's like it continues to evolve and so I'm new at it because I was in a relationship for 10 years so yeah. mm-hmm. I've been I like talking a long about time it and I like that you told me I should write two different books so I'm I'm gonna do that this is a fun yeah. episode of playing yeah. with balls yeah and so you do you uh, want to say anything about your podcast that you have yeah. like uh, yeah guys um, so uh, I have a podcast called take one for the team it's a sports comedy podcast where we basically just talk with football players and comedians about the lifestyle I also have a digital media channel that you guys can look up called team network and um where can they I, slide into your dms for all oh the you can slide <laughs> in my dms at jared quay and i'm writing this down by the way jared quay no I'm j-a-r-e-d-q-u-a-y that's pretty much my slogan for everything mm-hmm. and um if you want to look at my old high school and college highlights Google yeah. Jared Campbell football. I was a really good rivals player, so that was. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the best nonverbal game you've yeah. ever seen on this side of Mississippi. <laughs> we witnessed it right I, here. I would show you guys, but you can't see. Yeah, me. No. so you have to take our word for it. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yeah, this was I, super fun. I just realized. I think I've actually seen you play, so I don't even need to watch your highlight reel. Oh. I think I went to. You were at the UN in '09. Yes. I, I was there. I went to the game in at UCF when you guys played up in Central oh, Florida. Oh, I had a great game in that game, too. I have, like, one of the dopest pitches. Oh, that's so that funny. I, I don't remember it, but I do you remember You didn't know me there. at I the time, but, I mean, but who yeah. wouldn't know we'd be here, right? This yeah. is crazy. The yeah, that's so works. funny. Because my brother went to the U, and so it's all we about were there. The U. If, you're, if you're listening to this and you are still trying to pick a college, always go to University of Miami. It's better than Harvard, Yale, and Stanford. Yeah. Uh, you have a great time. You get a good education. Shout out University of Miami. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I just realized that. I was like, oh, wait, I think I've seen you play. And then I went to. I can, I can support that because you're in a different division. It couldn't, if it was yeah, the other she Florida went to now. I, yeah, I was ACC. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. But, and I think I went to an FSU game too. Yeah. In, oh. in the 
Dolphin Stadium. Where, oh, what's yeah, the name of the, the What's the name of the stadium? It's got they change it every name, year. It's Sunlight it's Dolphin Sun Stadium, Sunkiss Stadium, yeah. Should This Be Stadium, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Should we still be a franchise? <laughs> you games are fun. I had a good time. Yeah. Well, My, thank you, ladies, for having yes, me. Yes, of course. Thank here. you for being here. And you guys know where to follow us at Playing With Balls on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And um, me, Rachel, I'm at, at Lady on TV because my last name's too hard to spell. And I'm at Shannon Lee Comedy. And we'll like see all you ballers next time. Bye.